Father, I thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name right now, just captivating every person under the sound of my voice. Lord, that we'll give you our best here and our full attention. We have good, fertile soil of hearts and minds right now. Lord, anoint our eyes and ears. Give us eyes and ears of the Spirit. Let your word go forth in glory and power and strong anointing as living seeds of truth sown into good, fertile soil. Watered by the Spirit will take root, grow, and produce a hundredfold harvest of eternal fruit that remains until Jesus comes. Lord, bless this time. Let everything be accomplished so that you will be done in Jesus' name as you speak through me. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, part three of the healing ministry. I've been talking about using our authority last week. I talked about vehicles through which healing flows. All right, this week I want to talk about inner healing and deliverance. How many knows that Jesus would drive out demons? Amen. Amen. And when he did, sometimes demons were connected with healing. And so this is part of the healing ministry. I believe that in the days to come, we've had a great revival on our nation of souls being saved through the Brownsville Revival. We've had a great revival of healing. But I believe we're about to have a great revival one day of deliverance. I really do. And it's going to bring great breakthroughs. But anyway, let me read you a few things. Luke 11, starting with verse 14. Jesus was driving out a demon that was mute. And when the demon left, the man who had been mute spoke, and the crowds were amazed. But some of them said, By Beelzebub, the prince of demons, he drives out demons. Others tested him by saying, or asking for a sign from heaven. Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Any kingdom divided cannot stand. A house divided against itself will fall. If Satan is divided against Satan, how will he stand? How will his kingdom stand? I say this because you claim that I drive out demons by Beelzebub. But if I drive out demons by by Beelzebub, by whom do your followers drive them out? So then they will be your judges. But if I drive out demons by the finger of God, which is authority, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. But Jesus drove out a demon that was causing somebody to be mute. They couldn't speak. And when the demon left, the person spoke. Over and over and over I've seen this. Where people were in some kind of health problem because of demonic activity in their life. And Jesus, once they got delivered from it, they were totally healed and set free. Matthew 17, verse 14. When they came... When the crowd came, a man approached Jesus and knelt before him. Lord, have mercy on my son, he said. He has seizures and is suffering greatly. He often falls into the fire and into the water. I brought him to your disciples. They could not heal him. Notice it said they could not heal him. But then Jesus said, you unbelieving and perverse generation, how long will I stay with you? How long will I put up with you? Bring the boy here to me. And Jesus rebuked the demon. And it came out of the boy. He was healed that very moment. So the the young man had seizures. And when Jesus drove out the demon, he quit having seizures. He was totally healed. It's also connected many times to mental illness. When they came across the lake to the region of the Gadarenes. Jesus got out of the boat and a man with an impure spirit came from the tombs to meet him. This man lived in the tombs. No one could bind him anymore, not even with a chain. For he had been chained hand and foot, but he tore the chains apart and broke the irons on his feet. No one was strong enough to subdue him. 
Night and day among the tombs and in the hills he would cry out and cut himself with stones. When they came to Jesus, they saw the man who had been possessed by a legion of demons. This was after Jesus drove him out, sent him to the pigs. I'm reading verse 18 now. When they came, the people saw this, they came to Jesus. They saw the man who had been possessed by the legion of demons sitting there dressed and in his right mind they were afraid. So the man was a lunatic. Jesus drives out the demons. He was mentally insane. The demons leave and now he's in his right mind. So what I'm getting at is, is part of the healing ministry is driving out demonic spirits. I believe that a lot of sickness and disease, especially disease, incurable diseases, goes back to demonic activity. I believe, in my opinion, a lot of mental illness, a lot of it that I've run into, is demonic in nature. I'm not saying all of it is, I'm just saying a lot of it. But we've got to use our authority to drive out these demonic spirits. And not only, you know, I talked about using your authority to, to speak over sickness, to be cursed, and to drive out sickness and all of that. But I'm also talking about now, tonight, about driving out the spirit behind it. There's a spirit of infirmity many times. There can be a spirit of death. You know, the Bible talks about a spirit of heaviness. And the spirit of heaviness is translated in the Hebrew, breath of infirmity. That's what it means. You remember the story where the woman was bent over. And she had a, a, her back, you know, she couldn't stand upright. And Jesus, what? He drove out that spirit. And she stood upright. Remember that? Acts 10.38 says how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. He went, and went around doing good, healing all oppressed of the devil. So there was an oppression of the devil that Jesus would drive out of people's lives. He would break the power of the devil. When Jesus healed the lepers, now this is something I want to talk about too, about cleansing. When Jesus healed these ten lepers, let me read, read this to you. It says in Luke 17, 11 through 14. On the way to Jerusalem, he was passing along between Samaria and Galilee, and he entered a village. He was met by ten lepers who stood at a distance, and they lifted up their voices saying, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. When Jesus saw them, he said to them, Go and show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. It's interesting that the word cleansed is used there. So you've got to understand an Old Testament principle in Leviticus chapter 14 that the priest, under Levitical law, if somebody had leprosy, they could do a ritual that would cleanse them. And they could do a ritual that would cleanse a home that had spiritual leprosy. In other words, the home was demonized. They could literally cleanse that home. There's something about a person that has been spiritually defiled that that defilement gives place to demonic activity and to sickness. And whenever you cleanse that person spiritually, then the demonic activity can be driven out and healing can flow. But there's something about cleansing that is very significant. Even under the Old Testament priesthood, when those priests would cleanse somebody spiritually, they would be healed from that leprosy sometimes. And demons would leave them. That's why Jesus said these things like he did, go show yourself to the priest. And that's why he made a remark like, who do your people drive out demons by then? He was making a remark because he understood that under Levitical law, even under the law, whenever the priest would cleanse people, they would get delivered and healed from things. 
There's something about inner healing and deliverance. That's why we have a deliverance ministry. Because people are able to document all the things that they've done or their ancestors have done. And they repent of it and get washed in the blood and there's a spiritual cleansing. I have literally seen people with my eyes that have been delivered of demon spirits by taking communion. I've seen people that have been delivered of demon spirits by being anointed with oil. And I've seen people delivered of demons by being water baptized. All three. Why? Because there's a cleansing. When they took communion, there was a cleansing and the demonic fled. When they were anointed with oil, there was a cleansing and the demonic fled. Same with water baptism. Are you seeing the power of cleansing? You know, just recently we celebrated Passover and I really felt that there was something that began at Passover in the way of cleansing and it's been going on. And it prepares the way for Pentecost. Pentecost is a new empowerment. And then that prepares the way for a harvest. But it's in that order. So Jesus' healing ministry, half the time, was dealing with the driving out of demonic spirits and cleansing, a cleansing. All right, then the last thing is inner healing from trauma. There's something about trauma that can open people up to sickness and even demonization as well. 3 John 2, he said, Dear friend, I pray that you may prosper in, in your health, enjoy good health, and that all will go well with you, even as your soul prospers, or your soul is getting along well. Your soul prospering has to do with your physical body prospering. I've seen this. I remember seeing a TV show, I shared this with you guys, where there was two cases, totally independent of each other, where a parent had terminal cancer, and they, they were far along in it, like stage four or whatever. And they were reunited with a, a son or a daughter that they were estranged from for many years. It was very heartbreaking to them. After they were reunited and there was forgiveness, their cancer went into remission. Two completely different situations. Both situations never even involved anything to do with God. It was just simply that they had reconciled with somebody and there was an inner healing that happened in their life through that, through that situation. And then their cancer went in remission. Isn't that remarkable? There's something about a trauma, a car wreck, or some traumatic event that happened in somebody's lives where they were betrayed, a painful divorce, a rape, a molestation, something in their life that was either tremendously fearful, humiliating, painful, whatever it is, that opened them up to this pain in their life and it can result in demonic spirits now that have attached themselves to that trauma and it can also result in sickness in their life and once that person will get walked through inner healing and deliverance where they get rid of that trauma they forgive and somebody has the authority to pray over that and drive out whatever needs to go and release healing in their life then they can be physically healed. I remember hearing John Arnott one time praying over somebody that had fallen off a horse and landed on their spine and there was a trauma there. And the person came up to him and as he went to pray for him, he said, I command the trauma to come out of that back. Now, And that man just hit the ground really hard. 
And when he got back up, he was totally healed. Now think about what he just said. He commanded trauma out of his back. I don't understand it, but there's something about trauma that tries to reside and remain in people's lives. Whether it's physical trauma in the body, or it's emotional trauma, or it's mental trauma, it tries to linger as long as it can. But Jesus can remove trauma. And let me tell you a couple stories. There was a lady I'd pray with in Austin that had had, I've shared this before, but she had been through tremendous abuse in her life. Um, I don't remember all the details, but it was horrible. She was sexually abused from a child by parents, uncles. Um, she was betrayed by a husband. I mean, it was just, the story just went on and on through her whole life. Okay, She was full of bitterness. And I remember praying with this lady. She was full of trauma, a lot of pain, a lot of bitterness, unforgiveness. And I led her in prayers where she forgave. And we prayed about the trauma. We prayed about all of that. She told me when she left out of there, I saw her months later, and she wanted to see me, and she was telling me about this. She said for a couple weeks, she vomited. Just straight. She said she just vomit after vomit after, after vomit. And she said that what happened was, at the end of a couple weeks, it was as though all of that pain, all of that hate, all of that bitterness, all of that anger, all of that stuff that was in her life, it just vomited out of her. And she said this. She said, I don't even really remember what happened. Because we were talking to her and we were like, well, we prayed about that. She said, I don't really remember what happened to me as a child anymore. She said, the Lord just took it away. She said, I really don't. She said, I don't remember the things that happened that you're telling me about that was all in, in the list I gave you. I really don't remember it all. She said, the Lord has totally healed me from this. It's gone. And you know what? Her physical health improved because of that. You guys know Rachel. She had been through so much abuse. She was gang raped at a young age. Um, she had had a lot of trauma. And we had prayed with her. Now, of course, she needed deliverance as well. So we prayed about inner healing. We prayed about deliverance from demonic spirits. And we commanded any demonic spirits to leave. Did you know through deliverance and inner healing, she was completely healed? I know you guys know this, but she was healed from hepatitis C, and it was confirmed by the doctors, and she was healed from cancer. She had a cancerous tumor, it disappeared. It's never come back, it's gone. But it came through inner healing and deliverance. So what I'm trying to say is, I'm just doing these small, like a mini-series on healing, but a lot of healing is connected with trauma needing to be removed out of somebody's life, inner healing, results in physical healing, and also deliverance, driving out those demonic spirits that have been tormenting people. Because once somebody's been traumatized, usually a demonic spirit tries to come in and keep that like a cycle in their life of trauma, that they never get beyond it, and it holds them back. And they stay sick, and they try, the enemy tries to keep them sick and tries to keep them tormented. But when you drive out that demonic spirit, then all of a sudden healing starts coming forth. Many times, whenever people in foreign lands will take authority, when they're on the mission field, and they'll command a spirit that's been causing blindness to leave. People's eyes open up right then. The spirit of deafness to go, and their ears pop open. So a lot of physical healing is connected to deliverance. 
So, Lord, I pray tonight, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the awesome ministry that we see that Jesus had on the earth to deliver the captives and set those free in darkness. And, Lord, I thank you tonight for releasing an awesome anointing for deliverance in every life and inner healing. Lord, a great faith for that, the giftings associated with that, the anointing associated with that. Lord, that it would be released in this place in an awesome way. We bless you, Lord, and I thank you for sealing this word now. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen.